and he eats like a pig. And their friends were like, no, no, pigs tend to chew. <laughs> he eats more like a duck. <laughs> Deuce to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. Hello, and welcome to another episode. <laughs> That's very ominous of you. <laughs> Hello, children. I just love the intro every time. <laughs> we get to hear it. It gets me excited. It gets my juices flowing. Cool. I, I know that we're on another episode of a podcast, and I just get excited. That's right. I am Jason Kreidman. I am Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. <laughs> I think we already had that sound. Oh, okay. No? No, we can but add you're it. good at that. I can add some crazy sounds in the you future. Totally should. <laughs> that will be in post-edit if all of a sudden you start hearing sounds. Alan, I'm having fun with the show. So, you know me, living on the edge. Yep. Walking the line of just the edge in general. Yep. Because I do the same thing every day. (laughs) And uh, a little break from the interview... Well, we've only done a couple of A couple of them, but yeah, yeah, we've had a couple. people. Or the segments. Segments, yeah. Yeah. So this one today... I wanted to talk about a specific topic. Okay. And we've done that. We've had like a theme. Well, I think we had, themes, we had yeah. a theme of empathy. We had a theme. You know, it was back to school was a couple back episodes to ago. Was yeah. One. Yeah. Yep. This one is about commitment. Okay. I'll define what I mean by this. So I, you know, we've done now, you know, we're a quarter century of episodes. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Yeah. About that. And uh, I took parenting classes. I've done the meetup groups. Yeah. I've you know been doing these things and been collecting information both in my brain and on paper and on a computer and all these things. And there's it's it's become a little bit clearer to me or at least I've I've felt like there's some common concepts that allow us to create valuable relationships with our children. Okay. And Where I'm going with this is that I have developed what I feel is a group, call it a group, is various elements that Mm -hmm. I feel like are really important to make this relationship with with your child. So as such, the very first one is commitment. Okay. And so here's what I mean by that. That in order to have a good relationship with your child, the number one thing you have to do, this is why it's first, is you have to commit that you want to do it. Okay. That's what I mean by it. Yeah. And it and actually outwardly committing. So that may mean certain things. It's either, you know, taking action of some kind, okay. making a plan, you know, whatever. And we're going to talk about some of this stuff. And that's what I mean by this. Um, you know, unless you're forced to listen to this podcast, which, <laughs> hey, some of you might you be might by be. your wives. Sure. Yeah. Um, by listening to the podcast, you are, in a sense, already at that step of committing because you're saying, hey, listen, I want more information about this podcast in particular. Yeah. About our is, podcast. Yeah. You're talking about sense. parenting, being a dad, being yeah. a husband, you know, that kind of thing. So, you, you, in a sense, you are making that kind of commitment mm-hmm. 
but I wanted to take I want to take it a, a step further and really solidifying that commitment. Yeah. So that's what the topic is for today. So you know you're making that decision to sort of feed your brain with information that can be helpful and, and to do that. Yeah. So. You know, there's a lot of things out in the world that, you know, talk about commitment. I mean, one of the, you know, very, very famous, think about like Nike. Yep. You know, Nike's slogan. Just do it. Just do it. I didn't even have to ask you. You you knew what it it was. Yeah. Besides the swoosh. That is about commitment. Yes. That's it. You know, it's very, very simple. If you want to be an athlete, if you want to, you know, any sport, whatever, you just got to do it. Yes. You know, that's their whole concept of whether. And that is about committing. Right. You've got to commit to doing it. If you want to, if you want to exercise, if you want to be, play a sport, you want to excel at anything, your first step is just committing and making that decision that, hey, I want to do this. Now, when you say committing to something and you're speaking in terms of your children, uh, just to clarify, mm-hmm. you're saying I'm committing to being a good dad. Correct. I'm committing to being a dad or a good dad. Kind of what I just. Well, I think it's about making effort. To be a better dad. Better dad. Now, what, however you define that, it's it's about sure. you know looking for information, uh, you know, yeah. learning more. Sure. Now, sure. I don't I don't think anybody who is a parent says I want to be a crappy dad. <laughs> I'd like to be a horrible. But dad. But I think there is a tremendous amount of people who are simply going through the process and not committing and, to being a better one. Correct. Yes. They, they may think that. that hey, I'm a good dad. I do this. I do that. I yeah. do this. I do that. And that's fine. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the act, the act, and and of actively looking to improve. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Without you know the, the, you're going down a slippery slope too when you're always trying to improve because you don't want to necessarily feel like you're never good. Right. You know the, the, you can be a great parent. Yeah. And still want to do things right and and do things better you know, or well, handle situations better right, in the future. Right. Yeah. Um, I will say there is a little bit of pressure that comes with that because <laughs> you feel like you're always trying to be better and that you're never good enough. I mean that's kind of the, there. There is that. There was a um, a show that came on Netflix that was about I think it's called Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Oh yes. Have you seen this? Awesome. Right. Awesome. Yes. It was a great documentary about this, this guy in Japan who has one of the number one sushi restaurants in the world. Mm-hmm. And and he, one of the things that he said in it, he's always trying to improve his technique. I'm like, how much technique is it more? When for you've done 70 it for 80 years, years, 80 years. Yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. years or how, how long he's done it. But he's. He made a guy spend like years just on making the rice. <laughs> yes, and on one yeah. on the egg. Right. Yeah, this is like oh, amazing. So it's just such a great uh, uh, example of that. But I mean, I guess that's a little bit overboard when you think right. of those contexts. But uh, but yeah, it's no, like you got constantly it. trying to improve yourself. Even if you know you're the master, there's always something, there's a lesson that a master can learn. Right. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and even if you're not doing it for yourself, and here's something that allows you to see that it's okay to continually try to improve yeah. is that you are doing it for your child. Yes. So you are improving and getting new information and, and seeking whether it's advice and new ways of doing things and improvements so that you can help shape a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really our job is to teach. You know, as a parent, our yeah. job is to teach, not to necessarily be a parent or a, a police or a guard, a guard or whatever. Yeah. It's really about teaching this other human so that they can be self-sufficient, yeah. so that they can be wonderful and helpful to people and serve, you know, however, in, in that capacity. So I think that when most people think of commitment, they probably go down the, the, the line of relationships. 
Yeah. You know, and the fear with, of that. Commitment. Well, immediately when you brought up commitment, I think of partnerships and relationships in terms of that. You know, that word always strikes that up for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people, as I said, most people put it in the context of a relationship or marriage and they have. But they have fear of committing to all kinds of things. Sure. You know, so, you know, take some guesses. I mean, you know, I, I wrote a couple down, but, you know, what do you think is the cause or the of the fear of commitment? Like what what is the reason people have a fear of commitment? Maybe they won't be adequate enough. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple. So I, I and I wrote down a couple that I knew. Yeah. And what I felt, because I went through this when okay. I was in my relationship, you know, the, I was a bachelor and fe- had a fear of commitment. And stuff. You were a was, dude, essentially. I was a dude. Yeah. And I look at it and say, OK, well, what was my fear? What was I? What was my fear of committing? And part of it, I think the fear of failure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to commit to something if I think there's a chance I might fail. Sure. It's just ego. Yeah. Um, no, it makes sense. There's the fear of being rejected. Yeah. I mean. Yes, when you're talking about a relationship, there's a fear of being rejected. Yeah. Um, what about the fear of making a wrong decision? I think that would be my number one. And going down the context, I, I I'm not a big fan of being rejected. I'm not being you know that's the whole thing too. And then failing is a whole other thing too because I don't like failing. <laughs> no male. No does. one likes that <laughs> yeah. exactly. And um and that being said, yeah, making the wrong decision. Have you ever read a book and about like midway through you're going, why am I reading? This is horrible. Right. But then that's how you view it. Yeah. Which when we get into a philosophical yeah, conversation. Yeah, no, I totally, I can go down there with you. Right. Yeah. About, is it a wrong decision? Right. You know, what are you learning from it? Because a lot of times the fear of commitment, and I think this happens for both men and women, is that there's a fear that there's maybe something better else out there. Sure. And that like, especially when you go and you get married. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, is this the is this the best that I can get? I mean, let's let's be honest. We're kind of saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, you say that to yourself with yeah. saying, hey, okay, I know these are all the expectations and the things that I have in my brain. Is this person going to be able to like? Am I going to be able to be happy in that capacity yeah. and, and do that? And it's a crappy. I mean, it's a crappy thing to think about, but it's reality. It's We're reality. being honest, yeah, yeah. And, and it is something. It's you know, well, I, especially if you think highly of yourself. In some context, right? If you if you have thinking a, a you're high better opinion, than the other person, or if you have a high opinion of yourself or what you think you deserve in right. life, right? Then one one thing it does propel you to do is to make your career different and change. I mean, you're an entrepreneur, and that was because you did not want to settle for certain things that you just didn't want to settle for. So yeah. you chose that path. That being said, you can also carry that over, and it can kind of be a, a negative detriment sure. to your relationship if you carried over that. Well, I can always do better. You know, and you move right. on. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. everyone's better in some capacity at one well, situation. Well, I, I say there's the big E word comes up. I hate this word. Expectations. <laughs> um, I, I am now calling it the E word. <laughs> the E word. Uh, it's the, one of the worst things in the world. Uh-huh. It's caused havoc all over the universe. It's yeah. worse than religions, you know, <laughs> as far as, you know, causing war. Um, <laughs> it is expectations in relationships and friendships and any family and all these kinds of things. It yeah. causes and, and firsthand for myself, I know that the expectations has has caused real issues for me. Yeah. Internally as well. Gotcha. Where I have my own expectations of, I mean, even just with this podcast, here's my <laughs> expectations of what I'm supposed to be getting out of this and what the success or how many people should be listening. I mean, all of that. And then you need me to go, don't worry about it. It's right. going to come. <laughs> Versus just doing it. Yeah. You know? just and my it. wife is really good at this because, mm-hmm. you know, she is, she lives a lot 
smoother in that aspect by not having those kind of expectations on me. Mm. Whereas I'm somebody who puts expectations on everybody, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and unfairly. Yeah. Um, she won't, you know, gotcha. and so it, it's just it's so much easier. <laughs> like, you know, it, it just is. It's it's yeah. easier, I think, probably for her and it's easier for the people around her. Well, that's great that you have that to kind of have as a partner. Yeah. Because they could teach yeah. you how to be a certain way to not have. Sometimes it. it's frustrating. <laughs> of course. I'm sure it is. But <laughs> other times it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, because you have an expectation of any of any kind of what yeah. you're going to get out of something, whatever. Um, some people, you know, said about the fear of commitment, though, could be trust issues. Yeah. You know, just they sure. don't want to go into a relationship because of past hurt or yeah. something like that. I know a lot of people who get into the situation yeah. where they they bring their past relationships into it. And so therefore they it kind of goes back to your expectation thing as right. well, because they're expecting things that they previously experienced are going to happen again. Right. Yeah. And th- so these are all ones we talk about, like fear of commitment, which I think some of these lend itself you know, or lend themselves better to dealing with a child. Mm-hmm. But I think these next three that I have are much more conducive to dealing with children. And and let's call them excuses. OK. You know why somebody wouldn't commit to this idea of, you know, improved parenting or seeking something else. Yeah. One is just not knowing what to do. Yeah. Like they don't even know how. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where to get it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I, I don't know that that information exists. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, another might be not enough time. Yeah. Thinking that it's actually going to take too much effort. I, I don't have the time to read this stuff. Right. I'm so busy, worried about this, this, this and this. Yeah. I don't have time for it. I got to put food on your table. I can't, right. I can't be a good dad at the same time. Right. Right. <laughs> or you're easily distracted. Yeah. You know, there's just other things. I mean, other things are. T- and, and, and what you're doing is by saying, if you're not doing it, you're just not. It's just not a priority for you. Yeah. You know, and it's not when something is that important. It's not a burden. You know, it's like it's like making a good relationship with your marriage. Sure. You know. People say, well, it's too much work, but well, it's it's not supposed to be, I wouldn't say hard work. It's not supposed to be work that you don't want to do. Yeah. I, I always was against the idea that uh, the relationships take a lot of work. I'm like, well, no, I, I don't think of it as work. I think right. of it as things that I want to do because I value my relationship with this person. So right. it's not like I have to do it. I want to. Right. And I think when you say... It takes a lot of work and it's uh, it, it, it kind of, I don't know, puts a little too much emphasis on the work part and not enough on the, hey, this is what I need to do and want to do. Yeah. Well, I'm actually wearing a bracelet right now is that it? says I get to. <laughs> I got this at a seminar, Did you? which is exactly that. It's like instead of I have to. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like I get to do this. Yeah. And it's the same thing in like in a relationship. It's like I get to be able to do these things. Yeah. For my wife, for my kids, for whatever. Yeah. And you know, this idea of fearing by not knowing or thinking that you have enough, not enough time or excuses or whatever. So that's really what I want to get to the heart at is like, what do you think keeps people from wanting the better relationship with their child? Because I don't think, like I said, anyone sets out to say, <laughs> I want to have a bad relationship with my child. Exactly. They don't. Oh, it'd be full of neglect and pain and frustration. <laughs> no. So people that just choose and say, well, you know what? It's the way that the cards are dealt. This is the way, you know, a higher power is, is, and I just either know the information or I don't. Right. You know, what is it about? So, I mean, are they lazy? Yeah. It's kind of a general. It's very general. Yeah. 
um, you know, they think that they're maybe not, like I said, I, I think some of those of like thinking that they're going to make the wrong decision. So therefore just don't put the, I don't know how that applies to your children. You know, like somebody, uh, I, I, I can see that maybe they experienced something through their chant, their parents. Mm-hmm. And so therefore they're afraid they're going to pass that on. So, so I give, I'll give you an back. example. I have had or been in situations where I have seen extreme struggle by the parents. In other uh, words, the children are doing something or acting a certain way, and it has caused very high level of stress and everything on the parent. And I saw this, witnessed it. It's happened more than once. And I didn't say, oh, hey, blah, 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 you, this is how you have to do it, whatever. I said, gosh, I've been in that situation so many times. And so guess what I did? I ended up going to a class or reading a book right. or whatever to do that. And the person typically was, oh, wow, that sounds great, and then doesn't do anything. Yeah. So it's either the pain is not enough. You know, there's not yeah. enough pain that they're doing, but yet they will continually complain about it. I've heard it firsthand. Oh, yeah. Continually complain. My kid did this. My child did this. My, you know, whatever. It Without the idea of doing anything about it. There's a lot of people who wallow in that self-pity, that martyrdom, that things happen to me, that things are, you know, I find that to be the case with a lot of times with almost anyone who has a lot of negative things happen to them simultaneously all the time. Mm-hmm. They wallow in it. They think that's the way things. So like, there's a, a pleasure in being miserable. Exactly. They, they'll say it isn't, but there's a there's kind of a weird, sick, twisted pleasure in, in the amount of misery that they're caused by because they're not taking responsibility for controlling their destiny. Life is happening to them. I was an example of that when I was younger. Life happened to me and things were wrong and I didn't have a good upbringing and I didn't have enough money in this context. And then what snapped for me after a series of of losing things, including my car at the time, I just moved to San Diego at that year. Mm -hmm. um, I stopped doing that. I literally snapped my head. What? Why am I doing this to myself? And I didn't. I mean, like the negative things. I realized I was not admitting that I was drawing in my own destiny. I only let I let the world take control over my destiny. And therefore, I just kind of went for the ride and I hope things worked out. And when they didn't, I blamed the world and I blamed everyone else except myself, because obviously I'm not a victim. I'm a victim. I'm not responsible for any of these things. And when I stopped doing that is I literally snapped my like it, it was like that. I was like, screw this. Why am I How doing that? How old were you? I, uh, was this uh, when I... <laughs> Last year. There, no, yeah. yeah. Well, three days ago. No, <laughs> there, was, um, there, was, there was two spots in my life where I did this. Once when I was 17, I just stopped being shy. Okay. I was like, I'm, why am I being shy? I don't understand why I'm doing this. <laughs> and then I just stopped. And I, not to say I, I, it took me a while to kind of warm up to certain things, but I just made an active decision to commit to not being shy. Then the second one was... Fairly recently, it was right before I got into the SEO game. It's actually what made me get into SEO is that I was doing I was internet, a marketing, officer, internet for, marketing, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Um, then I, I got into the field uh, where I was got I got into be a loan officer and I wasn't making the money I wanted to. And things were just not working out. And I just moved to a new place and everything sucked. So I made an active decision. Why am I putting up with this? And I was probably I want to say about 10 years ago, maybe I would say eight to nine years ago this happened. Yeah. Made a decision, I'm not doing this anymore, I'm gonna go find another job somewhere else, I don't know what it's going to be. And I went on Craigslist, looked for jobs, got my first job doing this. But it was like a very, very, very active decision at that moment. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to allow And it is to as over. easy 
as a, as just making that decision. Snap decision. That's all right. it was. Because I, I, at that point, realized that I was allowing things to take control of me rather than me taking control of my own life and taking responsibility for it. It's my fault. So it's fear. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm trying to get to the, the gist of it of, yeah. you know, it just takes making a decision. I mean, you think of people who are really successful in yeah. whatever capacity, sure. whether it's love, money, yeah. power, friendships, whatever. They make effort and yeah. they make that commitment to do it. Yes. You know, I mean, that's and so they're making they make that decision. They're able to make that decision. Yeah. So being indecisive is probably. Yeah. A killer. It is. It's, it's poison. Right. In a lot of ways. I mean, being because I know I'm, I'm still struggling with that. Being indecisive about doing this or putting this website up versus this one and wanting to do a million things. It's nice to have a you know a guy that we you know who's a little bit more decisive because we can just do things together. And I, I could come up with an idea, and you'll be like, "All right, let's do that." And then then we'll just sit. Well, it's funny how there's certain it. things in my life that I am really decisive yeah. over. You know, I mean, right. that's just how I've been able to move forward with things. And then I find that there's things that I'm not. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, as an example, there's a reason why I bring my food every day is mm-hmm. because. I'm indecisive when it comes to where I am going to eat. Where you need to eat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. I, you know, if I was to go out to lunch every day, yeah. I would, wouldn't eat <laughs> right. because I'd be like, where should I go today? Where should I go? I would have to write a list of like 20 places to go and then just check it off. Cause like, yeah. that's just one Spin area. Spin wheel. <laughs> and it's, it's FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's like, what am I going to miss out? So that's one of the things about, you know, the fear of commitment. It's like, you know, is there something better else out there? I take it down to a lunch idea. You know, yeah. am I if I have this burrito, yeah. am I missing out on the taco? <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it's, exactly. that's, it's that little stupid thing. But yeah, that's really I think that that's what it comes down to. So I'm trying to understand and put it in the context of, you know, from a parenting standpoint, is that we all, I think, down deep, everybody wants to be a good parent. Yeah. You know, just I agree with that. most of us, almost all of us, just don't know how or what that is. I mean, if you didn't have a role model, you know, I had amazing parents. Yeah. But at the same time, when I had my children, I realized I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, it well, wasn't until all- my second child, my first <laughs> one, I was sort of in that boat of like, yeah. Okay. I mean, my wife would say, hey, can you, you know, you should read that or, hey, you can do that. Well, you did have an advantage uh, to, to, to kind of play the other side of it is that you had good parents. And so you learned by some examples, hey, I'm afraid. I don't know what's going on, but at least but I, I, I think that at that point it was ego. Okay. You know, it was it was probably ego on the first time around of saying, <laughs> I don't need advice. Oh, you were in that. Like, camp. I got it. I got this. <laughs> got this. Yeah. I see all these people that have kids. Yeah. I got it. I'm gonna breeze right through this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I can handle this if all these other people can handle it. What right. am I? Gonna, I'm not gonna. What am I? My kid's not gonna turn out delinquent. Yeah. You know? And then you start to realize how much of an impact you have over another person's life. Right. And how amazing that impact can be, and how much. I mean, just not only how you affect it, but how it affects you. Mm-hmm. And even to the negative. I mean, to see how worked up or negative I can get yeah as it res- as it relates to parenting right, right you know it's the stress at night when we're trying to put the kids down and I'm tired and but you know and there's a there's an argument going back and forth with the child I mean I'm arguing with a five-year-old <laughs> right you know and yeah. my stress level is is increasing my heart rate's going I'm like 
there's got to be better ways of dealing with this stuff. Yeah. It just has to be. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so why would you? So I, I guess that's why I said for some people, it just doesn't affect them enough. Yeah. And I, that goes, and then, I mean, we can tie this into a lot of areas of life besides parenting. It, it goes to work. It goes to a lot of things. I'm not saying that you have to constantly push ahead and get ahead of everything you do, but that is one of the inhibitors. Is that kind of like just okay with status? I'm quo. okay with this. I, I'm yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable with even misery. I'm comfortable in misery. But that's why I said if you can put it on or take it away from you, yes, and put it on, would the child benefit from this? Yes. You know, is my child going to benefit from me understanding that yelling doesn't help? Right. Or that there might be a better way to make this decision. Or there might be a better way to handle when he, you know, did something to his sister. Right. Or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, this is going to help the child, you know, in some capacity. You know, I guess then the argument on the other side could be, you know, how much is too much? Yeah. You know, if you're always worried, you know, and I I could probably be somewhat guilty of that because (laughs) I'm always seeking, always searching. It was funny. You know, someone had come to me recently and had asked if I was going to one of the, you know, I go to a lot of these courses and and, and things of like self-improvement. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of coursed out. (laughs) That's that's the term I used. Yeah. I said, I mean, I'm just kind of coursed out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to just lay low for a little bit. Yeah. Let me absorb what I've learned. You know, well, it's just I'm. I mean, through the podcast, I get a chance to, to obviously delve into a lot of different topics. Yeah. Um, and so I am seeking in that manner and I call it seeking, which means, you know, just looking for information and, and, and sort of knowledge and expansion and stuff. Um, but sometimes it's like it can be overwhelming yeah. because you feel like you're always seeking. Yeah. And instead of just being being or doing right. Yeah. You know, so. Kind of circling back with this, the point of this podcast was about commitment and the idea, like I said, I, I've come together, I've brought together these points that, and there's seven of them, I will, I will say there's seven of these points okay. that the first one and the most important one, or I should say, well, maybe not most important, but at least the first step, yeah, if you will, yeah. Is that commitment? It's a yeah. Oh, it's, and that's an, an old, I mean a fairly interesting adage that comes with even people who are getting off of um, like what do you call it, um, Alcoholics Anonymous or something like they try. Uh, yeah, they have I'm to commit familiar, to yeah, yeah. to try to get off that. They, they have the to first commit step, to it. The first step is making that step, right? You know, and that's a, that's kind of a right. You know thing. what? It was interesting. So uh, we had a guest uh, Scott who came in about finances. Yeah, right. And the first step was committing to doing your yeah that's interesting i mean it's not that you know this is that much different it's just you know if without that commitment you can say and do and try all these different things and get all this new information but you really have to establish the commitment from the beginning to say you know what right i really want to make a difference here i really want to affect my children in a positive way i really want to learn new things um and and that's why i'm doing this podcast i mean it's you know, I think I've learned a great deal of information, yeah. but I learn as I go. You know, yeah. I'm learning this stuff and, and, and the feedback from from people listening, yeah. the feedback from other, you know, there's professionals that I've connected with now. Yeah. Um, it's just it's really, really been positive and has a positive impact on me because yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know, and, and that's, of course, me seeking it out. <laughs> right. And, and wanting to learn. But, yeah. And um, wanting to communicate that to other people as well. So, yeah. And I and I think, you know, there is that certain level that people will say, well, you know, when is enough is enough. And I, I, I can only seek so much like me wanting to take a break from <laughs> courses. Of course. Um, but I think your children deserve that. Yeah. You know, every child des- deserves to be happy and be in a wonderful environment. And if you can help create that and improve yours and just make your life a little bit easier. Well, that's yeah. what I think people don't realize is when you do make the effort, it actually makes your life easier, not harder. Yeah. Right. You know? So people might see it as like, oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't want to go to a class. I don't want to read a book. Yeah. I don't want to listen to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't have time for that. Right. Um, like my wife, when she, when she came home from the first parenting class and I was like, I am not wasting my time on a parenting class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my attitude. That's hilarious. You're yeah. so the antithesis of that now. Yeah. Like you, I mean, that you've was taking courses and you're trying to learn and now you're trying to educate. Yeah. I mean, at the time yeah. it was just, it was ego saying, it's like, listen, I don't got time for that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. you know what? I know this is, I was, I was, I had good parents and I know what we're doing. We've just had our second kid. And then I was like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> Actually, I think it was, bef- maybe it was right as our second kid was born, yeah. my, our daughter. Yeah. And it was like, okay. Maybe I do need to do something. And part of it was looking at myself and being like, I'm so stressed out. Right. You know, it's got to be easier or there's got to be a better way to do this. And yeah. so, you know, I think people struggle with that. And like you said, they're happy to be miserable. I think I fall, have fallen over time into that category sometimes, I, you know, whether it's with work or whatever. It's like I've got to be so busy and so miserable thinking that that's the way that I have to get ahead. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's just not true. Right. It's not true at all. Yeah. Yeah. So commitment is the number one or at least the first element Mm -hmm. that we're going to be talking about. And on future episodes, we're going to be talking about some of the other elements. Okay. And we'll introduce that. So I just wanted to bring that in in a little bit different format for tonight. So cool. Any other uh, final words? No, we no. didn't talk about your fear of commitment. Uh, we oh, kind, you, no, we kind of went into it. I mean, totally, a lot of the things you got, were, you got unscathed. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. A lot of the things are, are are basically even in relationships in general, or even when you get close friendships. Even these yeah. things come up. But I th- imagine with kids, um, this is even a bigger thing. And I believe that when you commit, and that's why I tried to cl- um, elaborate on that right in the beginning. It's like, what am I committing to? I'm committing right. to children, but I have enough. You know, I had kids. I, I did my part in that regard. Now what? You know, like, what am I committing to when you do have the kids? And like you said, it's basically being a better dad and, and constantly making and improvements. Husband. And husband yeah. and, and partner and provider, all those things in one. And, and part of being dad and being in a relationship with somebody is that, like you said, husband or partner or however you want to put it um, and making those commitments. And, and that's that's a really big step. I think when yeah. you admit that to yourself, that's one of the things I keep you know, right. reiterating. When I admit to myself that I need to take control of this situation, I need to make, make an effort to make these things better. Right. I can't. And you need to be okay with also, you know, making mistakes and, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's part of it too. I mean, there's, you know, there's other, a lot of other elements about that. Is, well, it comes with understanding. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like, I mean, you have to have a good self-acceptance. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's accepting that, you know, at the stage that you are now and mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I'm okay or I'm good, but you know, I could, I could do things a little bit better. But that, you know? and that's part of being better. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, when you, when you're versus being down on yourself, well, if it, when not, you oh, understand I, yourself, you know, I'm horrible as a parent. No, no. But when you understand yourself better then you allow yourself to make those mistakes and then you just say, look, I'll improve it next time. Right. But I'm okay. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect dad. Either. Today wasn't so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which I think I had told you is like, you know, there was a day, you know, it's always happens. But, yeah. you know, where I got my dudes, the dad's, you know, badge revoked. 
You know, it was like, <laughs> I just did not have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I may have been a really good husband. Yeah. I was not a good dad or vice versa, yeah, you know, or I was yeah. a great employee or, you know, sure. entrepreneur today. I was not a good husband. Today. Yeah. And so, you know what, you have the ability to start over the next day. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and it's funny, I was just trying to teach my son that, you know, cause he was saying, Oh, I'm horrible at this, you know? Yeah. You know, he was doing something outside or whatever. And I said, well, guess what? You were an awesome son today, yeah. you know, and you were, you know, this, that, and you were a great brother. Yeah. So guess what? You get the chance to do, you know, yeah. you can't be always be wonderful. Yeah, you can always be dad at it. Try it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, that's commitment. Right on. I like it. I dig it. And we will uh, see you next time. All right. Commit to us tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Commit to being here next time. Next time. <laughs> exactly. All right. See you. There you go, guys.